Welcome back to After the Snow, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Dave Mays. Alongside with me, my co-host, Freeway Ricky Ross. What up, Dave? What up? What up, Rick? Man, been having fun, man. Week's been good. <laughs> been a long okay. time, though, man. I seem like I ain't seen you in forever, man. I, I know, man. We we gotta we gotta you know we gotta fix it. I don't know why we we ain't been in touch as much as we normally are, but uh, I think we busy. both just been busy. busy. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, man, I've been doing so much stuff, man. I, I went to the Ryan Garcia fight this weekend. Uh, man, it was packed. You know, good fight. Ryan got a knockout. He beat Fortuna in, uh, I guess, the fifth round. I missed a knockout, though, right? I tell one of my partners, you know, one of the guys I was telling you about, I want to do the the, uh, the evolution of Crippen that I'm planning on doing with evolution of Crippen. So he, he, he still got that that's street mentality jailhouse he did almost 40 years in prison went to jail when he was about 18 so i said man you want to go to the fight with me yeah i want to go so i I said okay i got i got two extra tickets so i said you want to come by and get the tickets he's like no no no. i just meet you at the arena so we at the arena man they get into the main event second round hey man i'm at the door (laughs) oh Oh, got there late. You had to go let him in and miss the knockout. Man, I missed the knockout, man. I missed it. I missed the knockout. I'm like, oh man, Damn. don't do me like that. And then Whip. you know, it was it was crazy, man. But anyway, I had a great time. You know, I met Roly down there. Uh, you know, Roly is a guy who just fought Tank, who Tank okay. knocked out. Um, I met him. Uh, it, was, it was just some cool people. You know, just cool people. Just you know, as always, coming up, man, and uh. Right. Making making your presence felt in the boxing world. Yes, but that's not what I'm most excited about, man. I'm talking right now to four of the top amateurs, man, in the amateur boxing, man. They, they might sign with me, man. Yeah. That is yeah, going to be fun, fucking real, man. Your boy is like, right now I'm on cloud nine. One of them is out here with me. He's been out here for like, him and his dad and his mom been out here with me. For like four days you know this is like going to like like you hear i never went on a a, a a college scouting tour you know like like so many other people you know you hear about them going so it's kind of like you know like i'm a college and they coming to me and and you know we interviewing each other and we talking about how we gonna how we gonna you know cut this deal uh but but it's so exciting man to 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 have the opportunity to to work with uh people so 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 brilliant you know one of my things uh I, I was going to virginia a couple weeks ago man and this kid walked up to me and he said rick i know your secret uh to your success and i was like well what is it he said you collect you collect brilliant people and i was like damn i never thought about that because i do i like to be around brilliant people you know i like to fuck with them i like to talk to them uh because i believe that when you talk to those kind of people, it rubs off on you. You know, you pick up some of the things that they do. But uh, yeah, man, just you know, let you fill you in on all the stuff I've been doing. You know, since uh, yeah. since we've been talking, you know, that's part yeah. of the reason. You know, because they wake me up in the morning, and you know, it's it's five dads you know, that that I'm talking to. So oh, okay, uh, um, they all are they all over the country, different spots. Yes. One Philadelphia, one York, Pennsylvania, uh, one Las Vegas, one Colorado, and I think the little girl is out of. Did they say Texas? I'm not sure exactly where where she's out. I think it's Texas though. 
Okay. But, you know, it's exciting, man. Good, man. Good. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. What else What else you been doing this week? Any Any other news to report? Uh, you know, I, I think I got the hedge fund. It's going to give me the, the money for my, for my marijuana grow. So, uh, I might get that done. Uh, still wrestling with the city about giving my dispensary license. You know, I, I need that man. So I can start making sure. some, some real money. Sure. I'm having my license for two years. They done made me pay. Uh, uh, you know, I have to pay every year. You have to pay this extension $5,000 every, every, every year. And I'm like, y'all making me pay the money, but y'all won't give me my, my permit. Let me go to work. All right. So, that's but uh, that's pretty much it, man. Uh, that 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 kind of wraps up my week this week. Okay, okay. How about yeah. you? Um, I've been pretty pretty much just at home working, man. There's so much going on with the launch of these new shows. Um, I didn't have to do any traveling, but uh, you know, Bill Bellamy's show just launched. Uh, he's been doing a lot of publicity and interviews Trending and, the internet today too you have my girl i on there and she talking about she had something in her coochie in <laughs> oh you saw that she's hilarious she you know, that's is. my girl i love she, Lanelle, man. she's a trip man yeah that's the new one that just dropped uh bill and Linnell. he's out in new york he's going up on a breakfast club tomorrow uh he just did the steve harvey morning show a couple of days ago uh he did the ebro that you did on hot 97 that's they're about to drop that and uh yeah so you know a lot of a lot of stuff we getting there we getting there yeah so hopefully you know honey marco going viral and and now bill you know trending the internet man uh congratulations man thanks thanks just gotta keep keep pushing man because you know i have a, a lot of ideas a lot of you know, places that I know we can take uh, this platform. And uh, so I'm just, you know, really just working. And it's well needed. It's well needed. You know, yeah. uh, uh, people need somebody that, that, that a platform that's going to be honest and uh, uh, that, that really looks out for the best of the people, you know, yeah. for the best of the people. And, and, you know, that's hard to find. Yeah, it's 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 encouraging because people are, are really finally starting to kind of see my vision i've been talking about this for a few years now you know and in my head it's been crystal clear why (laughs) why we need this but you know people don't really catch on sometimes until they see it in real life but you know that's that's uh encouraging to see that people are really saying oh man i see what you were talking about i see what's what you know what you're trying to do with breakbeat man it's this is amazing you know you're gonna be huge just that and the other more more people that are, uh, you know, doing that, more people reaching out to me. A lot of, a lot of people that, you know, I have relationships with in the past. And, um, you know, when you're not, you know, as, as, as relevant as you were once in the past, you're not as, you know, not in a position to kind of help people, um, you know, the way that they think, you know, or would like, you know, to, to benefit them, then they don't really, you know, you're not on their radar, but, you know, there's so many people that I had very close relationships with that I did a lot uh, for for them and their careers and their businesses. And, um, you know, so more and more of those people are, are resurfacing. And that's good because it just, you know, helped me build the network, open up more doors for everything. And the, the people that are really down with me on this this new venture, like yourself and, and the other folks, um, 
that uh, are part of the breakbeat family. So, well, you know, we struggle. I think, man, you struggle with the same, some of the same things, man. When you when you have done something so big that it's really hard to top what you've done. You know, you you have to really go hard to top what you've done in the past. You know, and 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 I feel the same way. You know, like my past is always like you know, out there and, and, and now it's like, you know, the stuff I'm doing now is right here. So, uh, right. To, to top that is going to be like, wow, you know, right. so. You but know, I, I, I see us both getting there, you know. Yeah. Couple, yeah. Couple, no question. Couple, couple years saying, down the line. I'm just saying that it ain't going to be easy for you to, to, right. to, to do what you've done before. You right. know, uh, um, you did, you did some incredible shit, you know, and, and 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 people gotta respect that. They should respect it, you know. But a lot of times we don't, you know. As human beings, it'd be like, "What have you done for me lately?" Right. You know? so, uh, right. At the same well, time, I, I understand what you did, and I understand how big it was. You know, yeah, I got right. to see the magazine when it was only two pages. You know. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. So I I just feel like. My job isn't done. You know, the mission I was on building the source and what I felt it could do to help change the world uh, in a better way. You know, I, I got some part of it done, but a lot that hasn't been done. So um, I just, you know, feel blessed that I'm in a position now and have an opportunity to kind of pick that ball up, you know, where I left off and. I think now it's going to be breakbeat. Honestly, I do believe it's going to be way bigger than the source ever was just because hip hop is so much, you know, bigger now all over the world and all, all parts of our society, you know, that it's, it's uh, influenced. So um, yeah, man. No doubt. And I think you can do it too. That's why I'm here with you. <laughs> appreciate that. Appreciate that love. Yeah, let's get started, man. Um, so you you wanna, you wanna, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about snowfall. That's what the people want to hear, at least part of it. Uh, I think they, I guess, they enjoy our our conversation as well. I love, but, um, I love, I love uh, uh, fantasies and and <laughs> wish lists and all that, huh? Yeah, yeah. So we're talking about uh, we're into season two. Um, this came out. The season came out in uh, 2018, um, episode two. So it's only the second one of the season. It's called The Day. Um, not quite sure. I didn't figure that one out, what, what The Day was about. But um, last episode, it ended with kind of a couple of big things. Franklin gets kidnapped by uh, Teddy, who runs him off the road and then, you know, drugs him or whatever and, and kidnaps him. And, um, and then... Pedro, uh, Lucia's cousin, who had been on the run since his dad and the rest of his family got uh, wiped out, um, you know, at Lucia's, at, at his uncle, Lucia's dad's funeral. Uh, you know, Pedro went on the run for months. He's been missing and he popped back up um, at the end of last week. So those are two of the things that I was looking forward to see well, what, what happens here uh, with both of those. And, and we kind of find out uh, when we get into this episode. Um, first thing. Yeah, interesting, man. Uh, um, I guess we start with the kidnapping, man. That was. 
to me, you know, as a former drug dealer was bizarre. You know, usually, <clears throat> usually when, when, when drug dealers want to meet a connection, they pay. You know, mm-hmm. you find somebody to know the person and you say, hey, here's $1,000, $10,000. Leave, I paid as much as $60,000 to meet somebody. Uh, you just pay the money. You say, man, take me over there and introduce them, tell them who I am, and and you make the connection, you know. Uh, I felt, you know, running into somebody's car, but just, just the timing of all that, you know, of, of that being possible. You know, you're going to run into the car and, and hurt him enough so you can, you know, get to the car and, 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 and drug him and, you know, and then put him in the basement, you know what I'm saying, for, for we don't know how many hours or days, you know, uh, and then you also have Leon in there too, which we didn't see how Leon got there. Right. That never was shown. But uh, I just thought it was, was too Hollywood, you know, for me. Uh, yeah. I thought it could could have been a lot simpler, a lot more realer. You know, I I think people are, are, are more interesting. And I, I, know, I know they love this show. You know, this show is one of the top shows on TV. But uh, I think that had they fed the audience more authenticity, is that the correct Authentic- word? Authenticity. Authenticity, yes, yes. If they fed the audience more, uh, I think the audience would be more in tune because uh, people now want to, they want to know the real. You know, they're tired of <clears throat> of make-believe TV. Yeah. And and they want some more real stuff. So that was my opinion on that, man. It was just too much for me. Yeah, Teddy, Teddy has all kinds of skills these super skills to drug people, knock them out and tie all this kind of stuff. Uh, he didn't, he don't, he never seemed like, you know, that kind of guy, but I guess he does have his, his CIA background. CIA so, background. He's been through the know. training. <laughs> right. Right. And then he's but, listening to him to find out if they are legit or, you know, if they told on Avi, I guess, I mean, it's so many other ways that you you know you could investigate to find out, especially being a CIA agent. You know he could have went to the cops, you know, and 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 and, and probably got the whole scoop from from if they right. told. Him. Right. You know, so. Right. But yeah, he's he's kind of scrambling, you know, to find someone to help him distribute this product now because he's got you know remember that he's he's on his own and he's got to pick it up now to a bigger level now that the funding you know from congress is gone entirely and um so he's under a lot of pressure to try to figure out and then avi gets locked up we still don't really know what happened or why or anything like that um so yeah he makes this this plan um to track down franklin and feel him out test him out um they're in the basement um i thought it was kind of cool you know franklin was like when he sees leon is there as well and leon's telling him you know about what happened to him and then he's kind of like apologizing leon man sorry you know i got us in this situation and you know leon basically was like man you know what i mean like i'm good man don't (laughs) you know it's not your fault he said something like you know i never even thought life could be this good you know i guess just from the last few weeks of how much money they've been making. He's all feels, you know, good about that. And like, Hey, if this is it for us, this is it. I'm, I'm not going to blame you, Franklin. You know? and, and I also thought they showed too much courage, you know, being handcuffed in the basement, 
you know, a totally with, with absolutely no control. You know, I don't think that um, a person in that situation would be cursing the person out who had all the power and, and talking shit to him and tell them they're going to kill him and all that. I mean, you know, usually, you know, you, you're trying to figure a way out of that shit and not uh, antagonize right. the person who, who has all the power. You know, right. and, and both of them seem to, to be really antagonistic toward the guy, you know, cursing him out and, you know, literally just talking trash to him. Uh, yeah. I see a person being more humble, you know, and, and uh, apologetic, you know, yeah. to the guy who has all the power. So that that kind of like to me, you know, made me like, what? You know, you talking shit to this motherfucker and he got the gun, the the the, the electric stick, you know. Right. He went out. He went in on him. He had the gun, <laughs> the stick. He was really giving it to him. <laughs> and uh, and then he put him under the pressure. He said, look, you know. If you can't figure out who I am, you know, then, you know, you ain't the guy for me. I need somebody, I guess, you know, who's smart enough to figure this out. And at the last minute before, I guess he's planning to, to shoot Leon, Franklin blurts out, you're the connect. You're the connect. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm Hollywood, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what saves him, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so then they get to they get to talking. And um, Franklin, you know, says, look, man, I'll take 10 keys a week. You know, first he started at one or two. And Teddy was like, man, that ain't going to do nothing for me. If you want to take Aubrey's spot. And he's like, all right, well, 10 keys a week. So Franklin's really, you know, he's got a lot of pressure on him now um, making that making that deal. Uh, he did get the better, better price that he was looking for. He got the 10 10 K 10,000 a kilo, um, instead of whatever, 12, 13, whatever. I would have loved to, one of the things I would have loved to know the dates, you know, we already know, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, the numbers, you're not going to get no 10,000 a kilo doing no 10 keys a week. No, you're not going to do it. Right. When when I was getting, when I started getting my keys for 10,000, I was doing two or 300 a week. You know, uh-huh. you got to be doing numbers and you and I had cash money. So, you know, when when, when they talk in those numbers, even though I don't know what year it is, you know, I, I know it as 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 the years went on, it got easier and and, 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 and the keys got cheaper. Uh, but but I don't see anybody being able to go and buy 10 keys, you know, at 10,000 a piece. I think I think that number is, is, is too low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so nevertheless, they. um you know, they become cool. He lets them go, puts the hood over their heads so they can't see where they're at. And then, you know, Franklin asking all these questions and uh, Teddy or, or Reed Thompson, as he tells him his his name is. Um, in the end, they I guess they drop Leon off and he takes Franklin out to the uh, airstrip to show him the plane. And... Uh, when they find out, uh, when his brother finds out that Franklin's never even been on a plane, he's like, oh, man, and he, you know, takes him on his joyride on, on the plane. So. Franklin gets his first plane ride. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Do you, do you remember when the first time you got on a plane was? Ooh, I was young, though. Mom, mom took me on, on a plane when I was young. I used to fly, though. You know, I used to go take flying lessons. So, um. Uh, 
I was flying those little planes like like they on right there mm-hmm. uh, out over at Hawthorne. I think I started doing that around 80, 85, 86. You know, yeah. I was bored, you know, nothing to do. And and one day I was riding down uh, 120th by the Hawthorne Airport and and I see this sign say flying lessons. Uh, I think it was like three hundred dollars. And I was like, what? Three hundred dollars. Let me go see what they're talking about. You know, right. so, so I went over and uh, I started taking lessons, man. I, I was ready to start soloing. And, uh, you know, I didn't have the courage to solo. You know, nah. I, I could go, but I was like, eh, I don't know if I want to go up by myself yet. Right, right. And you got to so, solo. Uh, in order to get your license, you have to solo. Something I might go do now. You know, I might go back and, and start. I'm about to ask you that. You, you, you Would you want to get back? On that man, because hey, because it's 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 some great, you know, flying in those little planes is is it's different, man. It's like being free, you know, like you up over everything, and right, you know, you can you just floating through the air, and and you know, you can open your window, and it's 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 a it's a different feeling. I haven't done it in a long time, you know. Like I said, I haven't done it since like eighty five, eighty six. But my memories of it is 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 a great time. Yeah, I have ne- never been on a small plane like that. I've been in a helicopter, which is a little bit like that, but not the same as being on one of them planes. Well, you know, those they say are safer than than than, than the big planes, hmm. because you can turn the motor off, man. That thing will stay up there and float for you know, just float through the air like a glider. Right. You right. Know, just you can just float around, man. We we used to turn the motor off, you know, because that's part of your training is is turning the motor off and. Hmm. And gliding it around and keeping it in the air and uh it, it, it's something man it's something that you yeah. you gotta you got well when i get my plane we, we'll go up that's what i'm about to say i'm ready man just come <laughs> come scoop scoop me up i'm i, I want to take a ride with you man i definitely yes. want to experience that because it sounds like an amazing amazing experience yes it is man what was next in the show um, well, you know, everybody was, of course, worried about Franklin and Leon, you know, Jerome and, um, you know, Louis and everything's, you know, they're all worried trying to find him. He goes, Jerome goes by, uh, Franklin's mom's house looking for him. She's there. He's kind of surprised. He plays it off. Um, but, you know, we're starting to see what's going on with his mom. Um, she know yeah. he's selling cocaine now too. She does. She does. Goes, How did she find that out? I mean, what she said when he went to see her, you know, try to tell her about his day, uh, this crazy day he had. He was all excited, I guess, and wanted to go see his mom. And she I said imagine, something. I imagine so. If you think you're gonna die. You know, you want to go see the ones you love the most, you know, like, right. damn, I almost was never going to see you again. Right. And I know I know being tied up, you know what I'm saying? There's no way you're going to be tied up in a basement and not think that you may die. Right. That had that got to go through your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I can only imagine, like, you know, like, what the fuck am I doing here, you know, in the dungeon? All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, his mom said something like... Uh, you know, she's seen all the fancy cars and stuff outside of Jerome's and, you know, more people. And she knows that there's something bigger that he's involved with. But, you know, so I guess that's how 
she figured it out, but she's still pissed. You know, um, he wants to come in and talk to her and she, she closed the door in his face and, uh, said, no, you know, until you, you know, clean up, you can't, can't come back that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I know that feeling. (laughs) Mm. My mom put me out. She found out I was selling cocaine. She's all, you got to get out of here. Yeah. Stay here, boy. Yeah, so I, I kind of know how that is. But my mom didn't go to that extreme. You know, I still could come by the house and stash my money at the house and stuff like that there. She she never stopped me from uh, doing that. I don't know what I would have did if I wouldn't have had her house as my stash spot. Uh, would have put my money in a lot greater danger. So, uh, did, did you lose any other um, relationships or give up any other relationships, you know, in those days because of what you were doing? No, not really. Nobody else really, because um, because you remember when 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 I started, it was still early Dave. Nobody really understood the addiction of crack. Hmm. This is still early before they really understood the addiction. So uh, most people looked at it almost like smoking weed. You know, like no big deal. You know, uh, it was only after. You know, like in my aunties, you know, I had a couple of cousins that was using it and my aunties really didn't trip. But after these years started to pass, you know, they started to, to blame me for their kids uh, 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 being on drugs. Mm-hmm. So we had those type of conversations where they would come and be like, you give my daughter drugs and, and you know, I'd be like, no, hold up. Your daughter taught me how to sell drugs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She was in the game before I was, you know, mm-hmm. just that we took different roads to to basically the same end in the mm. long run. Got it. Got it. Um, what about what's the name getting killed? The cousin got killed, remember? And, and after Jerome had told him don't be over there selling to the Mexicans, and uh, oh, they killed one of them. Oh, you talking about? <clears throat> you talking about when <clears throat> Kevin uh, Kevin's guys, the two young dealers, get stabbed? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, want, I definitely want to talk about that. So, yeah, um, just backing it up a little bit. At the end of the last episode, we were talking about this last week. Lucia was holding that little bag of crack rocks, and we were trying to figure out well, where where did she get that from? So apparently somebody, they got word that there were some guys selling this in one of the Mexican neighborhoods, and she had been by to buy some, I guess, to check check it out. So I guess that's how she learned about it, because what we see in episode two is she pulls up on the two young guys out there and she says, hey, you know, I want you to introduce me to your boss. You know, I'm she gives him a card. I'm Lucia Villanueva. And if you can tell them, you know, I want to buy wholesale from them and you know, you were talking earlier in, in, today about how you usually pay for the connect. So she she bought out two hundred fifty dollars worth of rocks that they had left and said, here's an extra 50 for your uh, time. But go talk to your boss and, and tell him I want to I want to meet him. So, uh, you know, seems like she's going to get the connect for uh, about three hundred dollars. <laughs> Much easier than, than Teddy. <laughs> right. Right. And Teddy right. went through a whole lot more to get his connect than she did. You know, she got right. it on the cheap. Definitely. Which, 
Definitely. Which I, I, I don't totally agree with that as well. Uh, uh, sometimes, you know, we have step-up programs. You know, I used to have a step-up program where you would go to one house if you was going to buy, you know, smoking, smoking dope. And then if you was a hustler and they saw you enough, then they would elevate you to another one. But I would definitely... Uh, have to run an investigation who you know or how long you've been knowing or how long she's been coming by buying is she a smoker you know it's just certain things that you you have to run to make sure that uh you're gonna allow her to come into the fold like that yeah so it'll so be I interesting was, next week how how that how that plays out yeah so in terms of getting to how these kids get killed um what i noticed was you know, Lucia and Oso, they went to go see their first big, you know, gang connect, the Mexican gang dude, Stomper, uh, who they had been saying last episode that they were cutting him out. You know, remember they went to another group uh, to, to present the, the crack uh, deal to. Um, but they go to see Stomper um, and, you know, they're telling him, oh, we got a load coming in in a few days. I guess that I don't know if the point they're talking about the rocks or the powder, but Stomper's like, you know, and they tell him, oh, we're not going to pay the tax no more. And he's like, you know, that tax is, is going to stay or we're going to let the, the street know that we're the ones that, that killed your family. And um, they ask, she asked, I think they asked him or she at no Stomper asked them, well, wh- where did you guys get this crack rock from and I forget if it was also a Lucia, but he said, yeah, there was a, a couple of black guys or they used that derogatory term we were talking about earlier. Um, the, the M word in Spanish. Um, and, um, I said, yeah, there was a couple black guys at Pico union that were uh, selling it and that's where they, they got it from. So that's how Stomper and his people figured, oh, man, there's some black dudes in, in, in my neighborhood out here selling, you know. Making money. Right. And so, that's a no-no. That's a no-no. Right. So he ended up setting his, his boy that was sitting there with him was the one who rode up on them and basically stabbed them both to death. I'm assuming they died. We haven't seen for sure. But um, yeah, one of them died. Uh, we we saw in there. I, I think I think they showed where. Remember the cousin was coming back, and uh, or maybe that might have been in the previews or the next one. Yeah. Uh, but I thought they came in and and you know and got Jerome and all of them and they was getting guns and. I think uh, that's probably something. We, yeah, we're going to see next week because um, yeah, he he definitely slit their throats pretty pretty bad. He stabbed the one guy up pretty good and then slit the other dude's throat when he tried to shoot him. Um, so yeah, that was, that was pretty crazy. And also remember when they showed up at the house, um, the two young dudes showed up at Jerome's house and he's like, you know, what the fuck are y'all doing here? And they're like, Hey, this lady, here's her card. She bought out everything and she's going to make us millionaires and da da da. And then Jerome found out, that they were selling in the Mexican neighborhood. And he was pissed. He was like, what the hell? I told you guys don't go in that neighborhood. He knew, like he knew that was going to be a problem. He's like, man, I told y'all, well, they want there, you know, there's a demand. Nobody else is selling it over there. And these are Kevin's people and Kevin's trying to defend them. 
but Jerome was like, man, you, you guys better stop doing that. That's, that's not, not cool. And sure enough, you know, we see, we see what happened. Um, so talk a little bit about that. I mean, you know, how divided was the black and the Mexican communities in those days and, and, and crossing over those lines? And, and did you end up, you know, doing business in the Mexican neighborhoods no, as well? Not really. You know, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty taboo. You know, we know that it's been a long, uh, a long thing with blacks and Mexicans here in, in Los Angeles where they just don't really get along. I mean, there's some that, that, you know, that we can have relationships with, but for the, for the, for the most part, even in jail, you know, like a, a Mexican can't stay in a, in a black cell with a black guy. Mm. They can stay in the cell with a white guy, but they can't stay in with a black guy. And, and, you know, and I thought about that, you know, I don't know what happened down, down history, you know, where, uh, there's such uh, hatred, you know, for, uh, uh, for blacks. Uh, with the Mexican gangs, but they they definitely have that 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 uh, that mentality that they don't want blacks, you know, in their territory or or in their spaces. So uh, that would have been normal, yeah. And and, and okay. I wouldn't cross those lines. Um, I don't know. They allow some people to cross the lines a little bit, though. You know, like with me, I was able to cross the lines, you know, in prison a little bit. Uh, but for the most part, it's it's kind of taboo, you know, where where you don't cross those lines. Yeah. Um, the, the last thing really that's important in this episode that we didn't get back to is uh, Pedro. And, you know, we talked about how Pedro reappeared at the end of last week. And they're wondering, like, you know, because they thought this guy was going to be pissed. His dad got murdered and, um, you know, they didn't know what he was going to do. Um, so he comes back and he has this story about how he ran and he was you know, in Texas somewhere and at a bar and he meets a woman who's changed his life and she takes him out to these, whatever, these ancient fields or something like that, uh, where the Indians or the Mayans or somebody, you know, supposedly were, and she's, you know, turning his life around and they're going to get married. He tells his, his cousin. Um, so at first they think, He's just back because he says, you know, they ask him, well, what, what do you want? What are you doing here? And he says he wants to get his money, his inheritance. Uh, and she said, cool, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get you that money in the next you know, couple of days. Um, but, you know, they don't really want him to be involved and they think he's going to take off. Um, but he brings his woman over, uh, have dinner over over the house to meet her and. You know, she he tells Lucia, you know, that he's told her everything. I'm going to marry this woman. So I got to tell her everything. She knows everything about me and what we do. And, you know, Lucia is a little skeptical of that. You just met this woman a few few months ago and, you know, you're telling her all the business. You know, mm -hmm. that seems a little bit risky. Um, so that's kind of interesting to see, you know, what's where that goes, you know, because. Yeah, but then he said he wants to be back part of the business as well. Right. Yeah, he wants to be back in. He wants to run things. Um, and I know that's not going to sit well with Lucille. She doesn't right. feel that uh, he's earned that position or he gave that position up, you know, with, with some of his uh, moves that he made. So right. uh, definitely, definitely going to be something interesting to see how that turns out. Right. And I, I was still a little confused about does he know – 
who killed his dad. Like he's talking about it. Obviously, you know, and he yeah, said that he was, was that was interesting. Did he did he find I was thinking the same thing. Does he know Lucille and them set that up? Uh, right. Or did he think somebody else just came in and, and he just took off so fast that he never cared who it was that killed him. He was just happy that that he didn't get killed. Right. He he did say like he when they asked him, you know, what he was doing, he said, yeah, he, he admitted that he was ran. He was scared. And he said something like, I thought you guys like, you know, were coming after me next type of thing. So that leads me to believe he does know, but he never addresses it. You know, it's never like, why did you kill my my dad or, you know, why did you you know, he just doesn't seem, you know, to be too preoccupied with that. Yeah. Which is a little bit strange. Um but we'll see if there's any more to that that we we learn as we as we go forward. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Oso and Lucia deal with him and his desire to you know get back in business with them and this new woman that uh, they're a little bit skeptical of. Absolutely, so. I totally agree. So next week episode is probably going to be uh, more exciting than this one. Uh, this mm-hmm. one only had a couple, you know, a couple highlights in it, uh, but I'm sure next week, you know, they'll answer some of these questions that we uh, that we're looking for. Definitely, definitely. Uh, all right, well, cool. Well, yeah, this is another good, another good uh, talk. You know, another good episode after the snow. The podcast we're on Breakbeat Media. Um, you can uh, find us, you know, on all the podcast apps, and you can also watch us on on the Breakbeat Media YouTube channel if you're listening and and want to see what me and Rick look like. Uh, you can go to uh, <laughs> you can go to Breakbeat Media YouTube and you can watch us there as well. And uh, if you're watching us already on YouTube, you know, uh, it's good to see y'all. And uh, thank you guys for, for coming back. And uh, we'll, of course, we'll be back next week with another episode. Um, yeah. Appreciate y'all. Tell a friend. Check us out. After the snow. Break beats. Peace. <laughs>